This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 178 is going to be from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 12 through 17. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that God's mercy is obtainable and His grace is abundant. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 12 through 17 read, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me, because He counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. However, for this reason I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Now to the King, internal, immortal, invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that God's mercy is obtainable and His grace is abundant. Paul lived a life of persecuting the saints. He persecuted the church before he became a Christian. And so Paul would understand that God's mercy is obtainable and his grace is abundant. Because Paul, as we will later see and read, had many sins in his life before becoming a Christian. And so God's grace and mercy had to be great. His mercy had to be obtainable, and his grace had to be abundant in order to cover everything that Paul had done. Notice in verse 15 of 1 Timothy chapter 1, says, This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Paul understood that he was the chief sinner. As we should all understand that we have many sins in our life, if God's mercy was not obtainable and his grace was not abundant, we would not be able to be saved. As Paul acknowledged in verse 13, he says, Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, And an insolent man, he blasphemed the name of Jesus, he persecuted the church, and he was an insolent man. He was in disobedience to God, even though he should have known that Jesus was the Christ. He was prophesied about in the Old Testament. If he had truly opened up his heart to seeing the message of the gospel proclaimed in the Old Testament, Paul would have understood that Jesus was the Messiah. He was the Christ. But he didn't do this. And so he was a blasphemer, and he was a persecutor, and he was an insolent man. But he obtained mercy because he did it ignorantly in unbelief. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that God's mercy is obtainable and his grace is abundant. No matter what we've done in our life, in our past, God's mercy is is obtainable if we will do it properly. Look with me to verse 14. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant 
with faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. God's grace is exceedingly abundant, but we have to have faith. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, the Bible says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. If we want to obtain God's grace, we have to have faith. And then we have to have a love for Jesus Christ. In John chapter 14 and verse 15, Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. And so we have to have faith in Jesus, and we have to keep his commandments in order to receive his abundant grace. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that God's mercy is obtainable and his grace is abundant. Paul was saved. Even though he was a sinner before his salvation, even though he was a blasphemer of Jesus, a persecutor of the church, and in rebellion to God, Jesus still saved him. His mercy was obtainable. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 10 through 13, the Bible says, Now it happened, as Jesus sat at the table in the house, that, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard that, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. The Pharisees wondered, Why is Jesus sitting down with these sinners to eat? Jesus had sit down with tax collectors and sinners because those were the people that needed him. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that God's mercy is obtainable and his grace is abundant. These tax collectors and sinners, they needed Jesus and they understood that they needed Jesus. And so Jesus sat down with them to extend his mercy and his grace to them. You see, these things are obtainable. God's mercy is is obtainable, and Jesus was giving it to these tax collectors and sinners if they were ready to receive it. Now, the Pharisees, they were not ready to receive it. They didn't think that they needed it. And so, it was not obtainable to them until they realized they needed it. And when these tax collectors and sinners realized that they needed it, Jesus offered them grace. And so, God's mercy is obtainable, and His grace will cover whatever sins we have in our life, as long as we know that we need it, and, then and that when we realize that we need it, we come to Him, and we repent of our ways, and we change. Luke 13.3 and Luke 13.5 say, I tell you nay, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish. In Matthew chapter 9 and verse 13, it says, But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. If we're offering sacrifice to God, but our heart is not right, then God does not accept it, just as he did not accept Cain's offering in Genesis chapter 4, because it was not the proper offering. If we don't have mercy in our heart for everyone that is around us, our sacrifices will not be acceptable to God. So we need to understand what it means that Jesus desires mercy and not Sacrifice. The sacrifices were given in the Old Testament so that God could show forth his mercy. And so if we're offering sacrifice to God, but we're not offering our fellow men mercy, we do not understand the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. 
As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that God's mercy is obtainable and His grace is abundant. It doesn't matter what we've done in our life. If we truly come to God with obedience, He is going to offer us His mercy and His grace. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 31, the Bible says, When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed Him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. And so we see Jesus again offering his mercy to people that had faith in him. These blind men, they needed to be healed. And the question that Jesus asked them before he did it is, do you believe that I am able to do this? Do we really believe that Jesus is able to offer us his mercy? These blind men did. And Jesus said in verse 29, Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And so they were healed because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus offered them his mercy. They did not deserve to have their eyes healed, but Jesus gave them mercy. As disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that God's mercy is obtainable and his grace is abundant. These blind men understood that God's mercy was obtainable. All they had to do was come to Jesus and be obedient, listen to him, and Jesus offered him them his mercy. In Acts chapter 7, verses 54 through 8 and verse 3, the Bible says, When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, Spirit gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears and ran at him with one accord. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Now Saul consenting to his death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made a great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Paul was not a good man at this time. Remember in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 12 through 17, he said, Formerly I was a blasphemer, a persecutor, an insolent man. Well, this is how he was a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man. He held the coats of those that stoned Stephen. He was a murderer, yet he was going to obtain mercy. 
God's mercy is obtainable for each and every one of us. We just have to come to God. We have to be obedient to God. And he will extend his mercy and his grace to us. If he could extend his mercy and his grace to Paul, Saul of Tarsus at this time, when he held the coats of the men that would stone Stephen and become a murderer, then he can extend his mercy and his grace to every single one of us. Notice in uh, Acts chapter 8 and verse 3, it says, And for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women and committing them to prison. He was a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man. He continued to be so even after the death of Stephen. But yet God was going to extend his mercy to him and his grace. In Acts chapter 9, verses 1 through 22, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murders against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogue of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a certain disciple of, at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias? And he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him, so that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And, he, and here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered the house. And laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once. And he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul sent some days with the then. Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. Then all who heard were amazed and said, Is this not he who destroyed those who called on his, this name in Jerusalem and has come here for this purpose, so that he might bring them bound to the chief priest? But Saul increased all the more in strength and 
confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. You see, as disciples of Christ, we need to always remember that God's mercy is obtainable and his grace is abundant. Even Ananias didn't quite understand this. When he recognized Paul as the persecutor of the church, he did not want to go to Paul. But Jesus said, my mercy is obtainable. He is a chosen vessel of mine to go to the Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. I'm going to extend him my mercy. And when he's obedient and he has faith, then he is going to receive my abundant grace. He was forgiven of everything that he did. In Acts chapter 22 and verse 16, Ananias would tell him, And why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Jesus extended his mercy and his grace to Paul. And if he extended it to Paul, we can have it as well. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.